Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We are expecting to land in Taipei in 14 minutes. The estimated time of arrival will be 11 a.m. The local time right now is 10 a.m. and the ground temperature is 30 degrees Celsius with a humidity of 98 percent. Please fasten your seatbelts. Thank you for flying with us. I hope you have a wonderful trip in Taiwan. Thank you, and looking forward to seeing you again in the near future. Hello, and welcome to the Stinky Tofu Podcast. I'm your host, John Freeman, and we hope to become your resource for practical and cultural insights to making the most of your time and business dealings in Taiwan. This is going to be an orientation episode from touchdown at、uh, Taoyuan International Airport to your hotel, probably somewhere in Taipei. We'll navigate the smaller logistical bumps that are difficult to prepare for, and give you some cultural orientation along the way, dipping your foot into the shabu shabu, spicy cultural hotpot that is Taiwan. Confusion usually sets in the moment you receive your visa stamp for Taiwan. It says, "Welcome to the ROC, Republic of China."、Uh, what? The most important word here is the missing one: peoples. It's not the People's Republic of China. Taiwan is not communist, not in the least. Taiwan is a glorious, hot,、uh, noisy cacophony of democracy, in fact, and the best example of Chinese culture without communism. The backstory to this is a bit more complicated than any first episode can handle. But it's so central to the identity and history of this island. We'll have to get back to it. But here are the highlights: China's nationalist government fled Mao's communist revolution and set up shop in Taiwan under their leader Chiang Kai-shek. Today, you will still find Chiang Kai-shek's image on the currency and his mausoleum occupying a small landscape of prime property in central Taipei. In fact, the airport you just landed at was Chiang Kai-shek International. Until 2006, Chiang Kai-shek also did you the enormous personal favor of liberating boatloads of very tasty artifacts from the advancing communists. Now all on display in the Taipei National Palace Museum, situated against the gorgeous hillsides of Taipei's Xilin neighborhood. But how about we get you to your hotel first and try to make sense of what we see along the way? Taoyuan International Airport is the biggest international gateway into Taiwan. And the queue sports a predictable collection of TEFL teachers in tracksuits and tired businessmen, returning from the mainland. But there is also a not so predictable collection of musicians, professional athletes, and exchange monks from Tibet wandering the gift shops. Taiwan makes sure it stays culturally connected to the world, since official political relations are blocked with extreme prejudice by you know who next door. The most important thing you need to know about Taoyuan International Airport, however, is this: you're completely dependent on human kindness to get off it. You see, it's located an approximate 40-kilometer train ride outside Taipei, and the ticket machine for that train ride is in Chinese. Luckily, human kindness is absolutely unavoidable in Taiwan, and you will have your ticket before you hold up the ticket queue any longer while stabbing at buttons in traditional Mandarin. Don't worry,、uh, foreigners who stay in Taiwan eventually become connoisseurs of their own social blunders, and holding up a queue of 50 commuters at the national airport is just warming up. 
you can get over that on the way to Taipei Main Station. Taipei Main Station opened in 1989 as the nexus of the Taiwan railway system. It's a massive layered train crossing descending stories underground through the chapters of Taiwan's railway history. From rural stop at every tiny station trains that give you time to admire the typology of a thousand back gardens to slick high-speed trains that change the island's entire timescape. Turning a previously unthinkable 10-hour, 300-kilometer north-south journey into a comfortable three-hour jaunt in 2007. And, of course, the Taipei Mass Rapid Transport System, or MRT, as everyone calls it. But before we go anywhere, it's good to know that some ATMs at Taipei Main Station usually recognize Visa and MasterCard and are in English. You definitely want to get some local currency before heading out to your hotel, since your taxi driver may or may not accept your card, and buying an MRT token is just easier with coins. Your Visa and MasterCards will most likely work anywhere foreigners are expected, but the food you really want is going to be on the street and in hard new Taiwanese dollars. The best possible way you could ever hope to make small change for the MRT token is to buy some Imagawa Yayaki in the station's main hall. These are small Japanese cakes and come in a variety of fillings. There's custard, red bean, and chocolate fillings. Get one of each except the custard. Get three of those and prepare to forgive your worst enemy. The red bean takes a little getting used to, but uh, the craving for red bean sneaks up on one, and soon you'll be prowling the Taipei night air hoping for an elusive red bean Imaga Wayayaki sighting. The main hall of Taipei Main is a giant chessboard with little gangs in school tracksuits claiming their squares, sipping massive cups of bubble tea and disengaging into their phones. Being comprised of several architectural styles, the station is tricky to describe. An enormous brutalist nationalist temple with accents of 90s rose granite and a floor from a 1980s music video seems harsh, but fair. The mood, however, is brisk and light, and many commuters are on their way to Ximending. Ximen uh, is the old shopping district and a big slice of Taipei youth culture. With a fist of NT dollars, you could spend the entire afternoon and evening in Ximen. Uh, saying Ximen is chaotic is a little like saying New York is busy. It's like being inside a Hello Kitty tumble dryer where you can have amazing squid barbecue while getting your tattoo done before going to a new Avengers movie. Uh, for the record, I've never seen a Hello Kitty tumble dryer, but I'm sure you can get one in Ximending. Ximending does have its own MRT station and it's easy to just grab an MRT train from Taipei Main to get there. But um, walking from Taipei Main to Ximending is uh, it's not a bad idea. The walk goes through a very nice part of town and passes the Shinkong Life Tower and the camera streets in Buailu where uh, camera collectors go when they die and where I personally maybe spent a little too much of my hard-earned Taiwanese dollars. Uh, just down Buai Street, uh, past the camera shops, you'll find the Bayman North Gate. Now, this was one of the original five gates of the city, and um, it was built during the Qing Dynasty, they say around 1884. The gate is the last to hold its original structure, but its real significance today is um, how incredibly lost it sits in the city, which borders it defined. 
if you decide to skip out on the sightseeing and head straight to your hotel, you'll be glad to know the MRT system in Taipei puts most modern cities to shame. Uh, buying a single trip token is easy. Uh, you just locate yourself on the map above the ticket machine and the price of the token you need will be displayed over the station you are heading to in English. It's a good idea to finish your uh, red bean cakes before descending into the MRT platform. Uh, no food or drink allowed. Uh, Taiwan's MRT is immaculate. And uh, don't bother looking for a litter bin. You won't find one. The volume of rush hour passengers would make them overflow immediately. Oh, and keep your voice down on the MRT foreigner. Um, just enjoy the wailing of magnetic lifts and softly hissing doors. Carriages aren't separated and you can look down the entire length of the train as it bends through the tunnels of a city famous for massive earthquakes. Why do you think there's so much slack in those cables mounted on the tunnel walls? The metro covers the entire city, but you'll need a taxi for the final few blocks, usually. A good thing you remembered your hotel's business card with the address in Chinese, right? Uh, most taxi drivers will not be able to well, maybe you get lucky, but you can't expect your taxi driver to uh, read the address in English and you can't expect it of yourself to get the pronunciation right. So it's very important to have uh, all your addresses on you in Chinese. Taiwan's taxi drivers um, are mostly in their 50s and 60s and somehow always feels like your long-lost uncle. If you find a queue of taxis, uh, don't pick the fancy one, just pick the one in front. It's considered bad form to let the guy with the old car miss out on his share of the business. Anyway, the older car with the slightly wired-looking driver is usually a great way to learn about Bing Lang, your uh, long-lost uncle's secret to pulling late-night shifts, or just shifts in general. Bing Lang, or betel nut, is the stimulant of choice for the older rural generations. It's guaranteed to ruin your dental health and turn your teeth a dark red but apparently, yeah, it works. The overwhelmingly upward mobile population won't touch the stuff, and soon the disposable cup sloshing red spit into your favorite uncle's cup holder will be a thing of the past, along with the betel nut palms against the hillsides and the Shuangdong girls, or betel nut beauties, selling binglang from glass and neon boxes along the highways and underpasses. Most uh, Taipei taxis are uh, in very good condition and smell like a thousand new cars. And uh, in some cases, you'll even find fresh white lilies on the dashboard and uh, seat covers of lace. Night rides in a Taipei taxi is <laughs> often feels like uh, taking your grandmother's lounge for a drive through a Blade Runner set, which was in fact shot in uh, a wet market in Taipei's Banchao district. Wet markets are everywhere and um, 
you will find yourself visiting one sooner or later. Uh, they sell everything that ever had its back to the sun and some deep sea fish that probably had not. You just need to look at the mountains to know that Taiwan is incredibly fertile and uh, much of the vegetables you'll see at the wet markets are grown by um, the retired, uh, perhaps next to one of the many rivers or even in building sites. Just because the building will start in a few months uh, doesn't mean you can't grow a yam there now. Uh, this is the kind of work ethic and time management you can expect to be measured against and you'll be well advised to keep that in mind when doing business here. Uh, by now it's time you flop yourself onto a clean white hotel bed. So let's wrap this up with some breakfast advice. Tan bin and milk tea from the local breakfast shop. Ask the receptionist at your hotel, they probably just finished theirs and will know where to get some. Uh, tan bin is a simple but deliciously oily non-style pancake with egg and leek accompanied with uh, strong milk tea. Uh, this is my go-to for a jittery, jet-lagged stomach. Well, hopefully this episode gave you enough context and confidence for a smooth start uh, for your landing in Taipei. And uh, next time, we'll take a deeper dive into the strange wonderland, uh, which is Taipei, and discuss a few practicalities in terms of orientating yourself, uh, in terms of doing business and getting settled. Uh, this is Stinky Tofu. Uh, with the funky business and travel insights, you need to make the best out of your time in Taiwan. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode. 